with your boyfriend Have you forgotten how much time you spend watching movies? Have you forgotten how much time you spend with your girlfriend? Have you forgotten how much time you spend watching movies? Have you forgotten how much time you spend in the nightclub? Oh, mama, face, but you're asking such a stupid question.
was on her phone. Throughout the preaching, she was chatting with her friends instead of listening to the word. She didn't understand anything that day. That's when I knew the seed had fallen by the wayside ground.
is the sower of the seed. Jesus comes to you each and every day. What kind of hand do you have to receive the word of God? Are you a wayside ground, a thorny ground, or a stony ground? I know you. person here in the name of Jesus. You know, I am planning to build a church of thousands. And no, no, don't, don't, don't call me. Have you finished? And my real plan is that I will be the case study that I'll give you to use. And I, will, I, will, I plan to show you how to uh, uh, take a church from somewhere and take it up higher. Amen. Because all the materials, all the things that we need are not hidden but are placed. If I say hidden, it means you can't find it. But it's right in front of you. And a very important scripture that came was that the priests who reject knowledge 
and this conference is to impart knowledge. Your church does not need to be small again. I didn't hear a good amen. Your, your church does no longer need to remain 30, 32, 33, 35, 32, 31, 29, 25, then on a Christmas, 30, 47, then back again to 33. Break that cycle from today. Amen. And, and the reason why we are here is to receive equipment. Tell somebody equipment. Instruments. Weapons of war. To break out of mediocrity. And to become pastors of thousands. I didn't hear a good amen. One of the keys is, is, is loyalty. I mean, it has been repeatedly said from the, from the beginning of this conference. It has been repeated over and over again. And loyalty also stands for the unchangingness, the steadfastness, the continuity of the person. And, and you see, everybody who is here, you came into ministry with nothing. But by the grace of God, you have something today. No matter how little. Or am I mistaken? You, I mean, maybe you have 20, you have 15, you have 40. But before the 40, you had nothing. Do you know the mystery? You did something to get that 15. You did something to get that 40. You did something to come out of, uh, uh, of being an ordinary church member to being a church worker. But some of us, we have not continued long, long enough in what has brought us this far. And, and this conference is changing your life. Oh, I said it's changing your life. You will be a strong minister, a strong worker, and a strong man of God after this conference. May you have, may you yourself be a loyal. You know, I like the title of this conference. I mean, I chose it with my heart. This conference, the title. I, I no, no, no. I, 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 you see, the, the title of this conference, Leaders and Loyalty, is not, it's a book. And, and when we're choosing the, the titles for the conference, I told the Lord, I want this one. Let nobody take it. Because this is the key to greatness. A good leader who is loyal. May you be that good leader. And we are surrounded by bad leaders. All our role models are bad leaders, corrupt leaders, improper leaders, upside down leaders, overturned leaders. I mean, most of us, when you look around, all that you can see, there's no one good person to follow. Most of us. Thank God. I said, thank God that in the jungle you can find one good example what a few good examples of the few there's one excellent excelling overabounding example that we can see of a good leader who has led people from nowhere to somewhere oh you are clapping clap well he has led people how how do i know that he has led people because he has led me too i i came from an ordinary pharmaceutical background, normal church member, I would have been sitting at the back there somewhere if I would come for such a conference. But just by following, 
a good leader and being taught and brought up to be loyal no matter what tell somebody no matter what tell somebody no matter what to remain established planted in the house where I belong tell somebody this is my house I'm a son of this house tell somebody I ain't going nowhere oh you didn't say it well I ain't going nowhere you'll be blessed put your hands together one of the one of the mysteries of our daddy's books is when the book opens and it begins to run it doesn't end that's the mystery of the book no matter how small the book books have seals and when the seals are broken and the book is opened and this conference is to open the books for us that is the reason for this conference two major books out of leadership in loyalty series is to open those books so that when you pick it up henceforth and you open it you can now begin to understand more and more because a pattern has been set for you of how the first few chapters can be read and understood and that is why it is impossible for us to finish even one book it is impossible it is impossible to even finish one chapter we just pick out little bits and pieces and share it but the idea is to open the books so that you have an idea of how to read the books henceforth on your own and and you must receive the books take it home and then to lead you and guide you into a, a, a long-lasting established fruitful successful ministry with the ministerial a large ministerial team amen we are continuing how many are excited i said we are continuing we are about to go look every day is going higher the sun is getting hotter and hotter brighter and brighter that's the path of the righteous person and we are not any exception and this morning began powerfully and here we are again amen and um we have a clue as to what is coming a clue the, the curse of noah but again to as you see every teaching takes us into different areas of our lives and i'm waiting to hear the next word i'm waiting to overcome that curse in my life to make me a better leader to make me a, a stronger leader to make me a better person to help me to increase in my loyalty and this i are you here this afternoon we are blessed I said we are blessed because a man in whom the word abounds is here to open his heart for us. Please welcome a great man of God, Bishop Edwin Ogo.
you excited to be here? Oh, then I cannot feel your excitement at all. Show it with a shout and a hand clap unto Jesus. Something is changing about your life. Let your hand clap be louder. Things are changing in your life. Your ministry is changing. You will never be the same again. A final loud hand clap unto Jesus. It's a blessing for me to come up here again to share the word of God. And I thank Bishop Patrick Bruce for the honor. It's a beautiful honor. And I salute all of you. I believe that God will speak to me and also to you. I'm not standing here ministering to you as if somebody who I'm somebody who has arrived. We are all on that journey. We are all far from where we ought to be. So as I minister to you, I pray that I will also receive something because clearly, as you can tell, it's the Holy Spirit who is at work. And how many of you are ready to receive what the Holy Spirit has for you this afternoon? Amen. I salute our bishops, Bishop Nasib, Bishop Charles, Sister Joy, all the ministers, the senior ministers, the linguists, and all the anointed men who are with us today. Clap your hands for Jesus. Your hand clap is very weak. You may be seated. Try not to be a wayside ground. Try not to be a stony ground. Try not to be a thorny ground. Try to be a very, very good ground. Tell your neighbor, try to be a very, very good ground. Hallelujah. This afternoon, I believe that God has prepared our hearts. I'm still staying on the subject. I mean, the, 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 the name of the conference the name of the conference. Uh, I like, and I'm very happy. I share the same sentiment Bishop Patrick also has about this. Because it's all about leaders and loyalty. 
You know, for the leader who wants to advance, you need to understand loyalty. And that is a qualification anyway. So this afternoon, I want to talk about the curse of Noah. And uh, how it affects you as a pastor. Not the curse of Noah and how it affects us as Ghanaians. I'm not talking about the curse of Noah and how it affects our political leaders. I'm not talking about the curse of Noah and how it affects black Africa. I'm talking about the curse of Noah in relation to you as a man of God. Yes. This is not, I'm not talking about dusty roads and poor leadership, abysmally inept leadership around us. No, no, no. This is a church conference. And you need to know how the curse of Noah affects you. Because many of us, when we talk about the curse of Noah, you think about Africa. Yes, you think about black people. Black people. But this message is not about black people. No, 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 no. There's no part of the message is about black people. It's not about Africans. Well, it may concern you as a black person if you are a pastor. Then you are a black pastor. (laughs) Because the curse of Noah teaches us two very big lessons. And those are the two lessons I want to share with you. Then we will go. So, Genesis 9. Genesis 9. Um, can you up the sound a little? There's something a little. It's very good. It's been very good here, but it's hollow now. Somebody is angry or hungry. Something is happening somewhere. Uh, I only heard the curse. He was afraid. Oh, no. You, if you don't keep quiet, uh, you. <laughs> Already you are in trouble and you are still talking. <laughs> Genesis 9. God bless Noah. You know, I didn't ask for this verse. I don't know why he has put up this one. But it's a very important statement I've I've not even seen. Yes. God blessed Noah and his sons. Katisha Katakaya. Wow. The meeting has ended already. And this is what I'm saying. God blessed Noah and his sons. Keep working on the sound. It's, it's hollow. 
and said unto them, Be fruitful. Can you clap your hands for the man who is projecting the scriptures? He doesn't know his work, but still clap for him. Clap again for him. I was going to sack him, but I think he's, he's the hero of the day. Ah, he's a different one. Oh, he's a very bright one. Clap again for him. He deserves. God bless you. He said to him, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. You see, so, I didn't even know this. I was not going to talk about it, but I think that God wants me to start well. To let you know, you see, once again, in keeping with the spirit of this morning's message, it is very important for you to know your destiny. So that when your life is deviating from the original path, you will know that something is wrong. Yes. Because nobody was cursed. Nobody was cursed. God bless Noah. You are coming out of a curse. I said you are coming out of a curse. God bless Noah and his sons. And you will notice that truly all the sons were blessed. All the sons were blessed. There was no son who was cursed. He had three sons. All the three sons were blessed. Because you can never curse a man God has blessed. You can never curse a man God has blessed. That was what Balaam was trying to teach us. You cannot curse a man that God has blessed. May God bless you. May you spend the, the, the rest of your days doing things that bring God's blessings. May you read this book, How to Neutralize Curses, and know how God's blessings come upon a man. I say, may the Lord bless you. Nobody can touch you if God has blessed you. So you need to spend your days, your skills, your strength, your money, your time, your energy. Because when God blessed Noah, Nobody could curse Noah. When God blessed Shem, nobody could curse Shem. When God blessed Japheth, nobody could curse Japheth. When God blessed Ham, nobody could curse Ham. Nobody. Yeah. And we are full of mistakes. We are full of mistakes. 
if you think you are some melancholic perfecto. In your melancholic perfectionism, you are going to fall foul of even common sense. You are going to fall foul of even common sense. You'll be surprised. Am I the one doing this? May God show mercy on somebody here. So may God show mercy on somebody here. I said, may, may the mercy of God locate a brother or a sister or a pastor. May God show mercy on somebody here. Receive the mercy of God. Receive the mercy of God. May mercy overcome every judgment on you. And my advice to you is that look for the things that when you do, they will bring God's blessings. So that even in verse 24, watch it, look at it. Genesis 9, 24. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. Who is the younger son? Ham. Verse 25. Next verse. And he said, I want to beg you to look for God's blessings. Look for it. Read your Bible. Find what you must do to be blessed. Find the things when you do, they bring a curse. And don't do it. Always look for the blessing of God. Because it looks like when God blesses you, nobody can curse you. Yeah. Because even though Ham was fooling, he was not cursed. He was fooling. There was no curse on him. It was his son who was cursed. No, it's here. I'm not. Uh, Bishop, please, can you please teach it for me? They don't seem to get the point. I, I, I beg you, please. I'm saying something. I can, I can continue teaching. So, look at verse 24. He knew what his younger son had done. He knew what Ham had done. And when he was cursing, he should have cursed Ham. But because Ham was already blessed, there could not be any curse on him. That curse would have slipped like water on, the, on, on an oily surface. Receive God's blessings. read your Bible, have your quiet time, and always be on the lookout for things that God says when you do, I'll bless thee. Blessing of God. Bless. Bless. God bless. Bless. God has blessed me. The things that bring God's blessing. Because it looks like when God blesses you, and you even make a mistake, there, there's no curse which can find you. So when the, because if Ham is the one who has taken pictures of his father? Is it because of time? We could have read the story. I'm sure you know the story. Or we should go back and read the story. No. If it was Ham who took pictures of his father's nakedness and posted them on Instagram, then, then who should be cursed? 
Or am I the only one who is not thinking properly? This, this guy who should be cursed. He went and saw his father's nakedness. His father was sleeping. Ham, that's the name there. That's his true. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. That is, he put it on social media. He took pictures of his father and posted it on Facebook and it went viral instantly. Because Noah was a preacher of righteousness. And look at him lying down naked and drunk. That's viral. I want to ask again, who is the one who took pictures of his father to post on social media? Who is the one? So if there is someone to be caused, who was the one who was to be caused? May the blessing of God cause people's curses on you. You see, I'm understanding today. I've never understood this. You see, till I read the first verse, I didn't have a bigger picture of it. Because I don't understand why a lot of people are cursing me. And it's not what I'm rather going more anointed, more, I mean, I can't, I said, more blessed. I mean, God bless you. God bless you. Receive the wisdom to look for the blessing of God upon your life. Receive the wisdom to look for the blessing of God upon your life. When that blessing finds you, it changes your life. Even when you make a mistake. I've not seen people who have made big mistakes, but it looks like nobody even notices their mistakes. You'll be one of them. I said, you'll be one of them. Receive it now. So please, I've told you on Thursdays around Mencia, you don't stand up on Thursdays. The chairman is here. We are around Mencia Palace. And it's a taboo to stand up on Thursday late afternoon when a preacher is speaking. Bishop is wonderful. Projector man, God bless him. He told his two brethren without. Verse 23. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward. Kasanua mana ketaba. We thank God for Shem and Japheth. Today we don't have such sons here. Every son wants to move forward. I said every son wants to move forward. But may we have sons who are prepared to move backwards in life so that a father can be covered. Yes. Yes. May we have sons. May you be a son. 
who will be prepared to take steps backwards even if it means your shame your 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 your, your decrease may we have sons who take steps backwards so that their father can be covered If I should leave my church so that my father is covered at the crusade, I will take steps backwards. Is it not amazing that the guys who are taking steps backwards are the ones who are ruling the world today? You will rule one day. I said you will rule one day. Don't be afraid to take steps backwards. Taking steps backward means doing things that don't even help your church. So that your father's vision will be accomplished. That's the church we are in. This is the type of pastor. This is the pastor who takes steps backwards. This church could have a ceiling. This church is small enough. There are bigger air-conditioned churches. This church could be small enough. It's small enough to be air-conditioned. should have a ceiling. But there's none like that. When he gets money, he sends it for another cathedral to be built. Yeah. In the eyes of his church members, he, it's almost like he's not enlightened. He doesn't know how a nice church should look like. So in the eyes of his members, he's, he's, he's a backward pastor. He's not enlightened. He's a, he's a, he's a bushman. A bushman. He's taking steps backward. But what they don't know is that he's covering his father. I said he's covering his father's vision. He's enhancing his father's vision. And you keep watching him. One of these days, the pastor you thought was backward shall be the one at the tallest pinnacle ministering from, from afar. May you one of these days, I said, may you one of these days take control. Of people who mocked you when you took one, one doctor said he had great respect for me until he heard that I was following daggy ward males. So there are many places in Kolebu. I'm not respected. No, 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 they don't respect me. I was a consultant there, I was lecturer in the medical school. Useless man. I went the other day to even, to even see the, 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 the what's the name? Somebody there. They didn't even mind me. I met him in the corridor. He was talking. I just see this. And say, wow. Well, lie, lie, lie. The similar here, man. Well, lie. Oh, wow. It was a consultant, head of department. Oh, Doctor Go, please. Um, is there something we can take? But look at me here. Even I'm telling them to sit down. They are still standing up. They will stand up for you. I said they will stand up for you. Don't be afraid of taking steps that appear to be backward steps. If it is to cover your father. If it is to enhance your father's vision. If it's to promote your father's vision, forget about your vision. They went backwards. 
those backward steps they took would later become the greatest steps they had ever taken in life. You didn't hear me. I said those backward steps they took would later become the greatest step. May you not be with a father and be consumed by your own vision. your father's vision eclipse your personal desires and your personal aspirations kashula masataka i'm i'm speaking prophetically to somebody here soon you'll be required to take a step backwards a step that will not help your marriage. A step that will not help your marriage. A step that will not help your marriage. A step that will not help your children. A step that will not help your ministry. A step that will not help your church. A step that will not help your personal image. Hakato. I'm speaking to somebody here. A step that will not help your personal image. But if you take those steps, your father will be happy with you. Oh, I'm preaching to myself now. I just remembered something. May your, your, may your personal aspirations diminish. In the face of, please sit down. You know, as you are seated, can you just lift your hands and receive? I don't know what you are receiving, but just receive something. Don't you feel like preaching again? I think I've stumbled upon, I've stumbled upon something very, very, very. Somebody here should give an offering and go home. Just come and drop an offering. You have, you have finished. Your, your conference is over. Ah, you will give, but you won't go home. Clap your hands for the for the pastor. He wants to give, but he will not go home. The seed, the seed, will speak for your son in a far country. I just saw a tree coming out of it. Your son will sit under the tree of this particular seed. You watch it. It's okay. stay here listen to me again because as we are here bishops children sons we all have things we want to do we all have things we feel are nice we all have things we believe are great things yes and i'm saying to you that (laughs) jesus May God help you to put your plan aside. May you one day, and some of you, it will take only three months. This point I have made will come to you. You will be required to do something that you, you don't even like it. But your father likes it.
many of us, there's someone here, since you were born, you've taken steps forward. All your steps you've taken have been forward steps. And they've not brought you anywhere. Today, try to take a step backward and see where it will land. A step backward that pleases your father. It's difficult to continue this. I've never heard this before. Today we are surrounded by sons and daughters who want to advance. They want to, they want fans. Few sons want to sacrifice their image for the father. They also want to become mans of God. A lot of daughters want to become womans of God. Few daughters and sons want to, would want to sacrifice their image, their vision, their desire, their aspiration. They, they don't want to put it down. As they are under, they want to be great. But this is interesting. This is the world we are living in now. These two guys who took steps backwards are now the rulers. How true the story is. There is a pastor here. You can forget about everything that has been preached in this conference. This is your own. They didn't just go backwards for nothing. The backward steps they took were steps to cover the nakedness of their father. It was not just backward steps to get a beloved. Backward steps to find some money. You know, some people, when they are walking and they see money on the floor, then they take backward steps. Yeah, look at here. Yeah, yeah. So not all backward steps are sacrificial steps. Some backward steps are to pick something, to pick a beloved, to pick some money, to pick some phone, to pick something. But blessed are those who take backward steps to cover their father. Because he's naked. And he's looking for a son. Sometimes he doesn't even know he's naked. Blessed be that son who doesn't care whether the father knows he is naked or is not naked, but takes a step. My dear friend, 
be very careful when you try be very careful not to try to give a reason for somebody's prosperity never try to explain somebody's wealth even in the face of obvious things the person is doing he's working hard he's preaching everywhere that may not be I've always held the view that people who write books to describe, to talk about how they became great may write uh, they end up writing fat books but full of nonsense because the real reason why they are great they don't know, it's, it's not in the book because they themselves don't know. Bishop Oyedepo said he took a bottle of water and a Bible and went into the forest. Spent three days in the rain and the sun among snakes. Three days with a bottle of water and a Bible to look for the secrets of Ezekiel. He said there was a time he fasted cumulatively for more than half the year he was fasting. Now, now, now when, when you are asked to say to, to, to help explain the source of his great God, he's a great man. You may think it is because he spent three days in the forest looking for the secrets of Ezekiel. You may think it is because he went to Tulsa, Oklahoma to, oh Jesus, help me, to sit at the feet of Papa Hagen and as Papa Hagen was preaching he, he, and, and there were droplets of sweat on his face and his face looked like a baby and a voice said my son the baton has been handed over to you you may think it is because he has traveled far and wide preaching and teaching and healing but what you may not know is that he tells a story of one day a story of a day that he bought a set of furniture Simple wooden furniture. You can imagine furniture 40 years ago. And he traveled to his village. And give and give the furniture to his grandmother. And the grandmother asked him, Whose are these for? Said, oh, it's for you. Said, you brought this from the city for me here, to me here. Said, Sit down. Said from today, you will never lack. Including members, you will never lack. Before your need comes, the answer has been given. Those words may well be the reason for his greatness and not the three days waiting for the secrets of Ezekiel. I said, be very, very careful. When you see somebody who studied law in Boston, Massachusetts, law in University of Oxford and has got master's degree from Hull University 
with a post-paragraduate, post-paramasters certificate from the University of Exeter. And a first degree from the University of Leeds. And has joined certain para, 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 para UN organizations. And was once a regional director of FAO. When you see that man rich, don't be too quick to say that it is because of FAO or UN or how or Exeter. Maybe his mother is in a room just praying and blessing that boy. Often you held but today I'm adding to your list your greatest you can take me to the bank tomorrow your greatest step that takes you forward may be a step backwards to cover the nakedness and the shame of your mother in the village. Your greatest step may not be a step to do masters. But it may actually be a step not to do masters. So that you can help your pastor to build a branch in Ghana because your master's is a, is a scholarship in England outside I said no, 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 no if it is this master's then I will stay I remember now that's why I said be very careful I was supposed to live in America everything was set I went for an interview when I was coming back five minutes to London at the Kotoka International Airport. I heard a voice. I was buckling up and I heard a voice clearly. You are not leaving those 30 members in that classroom to follow dollars. I said, what? To cut a long story short, all my friends moved. I was the only one who took a step backward to remain in Kolebu Teaching Hospital. Today, today, <laughs> today, those backward steps I took because I was praying at Indatfa Park one day. My God, I'm preaching. I was praying with my teachers and follow-up members at Indatfa Park one 
Monday evening. Either Monday evening or Thursday evening. It was dark at Indatfa Park behind the medical students hostel in Kolebu. We were there in the dark praying and I saw a car coming towards us. There was no road around there. But a car was driving on the field and was coming towards us where I was gathered with my members, teachers and follow-up members praying. This is about 26 years ago. And when the car stopped, the headlights went off. And three men came out of the car. Bishop, Bishop Saki, Bishop Eddie. And they came towards me 26 years ago. And Bishop told me, Ogo, what are you doing here? So we are having our prayer meeting, follow-up prayer meeting. He said, wow, that's powerful. But from this Sunday, don't come to church at Colligono. We have a branch which was started about a month ago in a classroom in a place called Mataheko. Find it. <laughs> Go and find the church. I'm sure you would have said, the same way you found the beloved, go and find that church. And pastor that church. I'm understanding my own life tonight. So it means that if I had abandoned that church to look for dollars, it would have meant abandoning my father's vision for me. You see, he needed someone to help pastor that church. That was not my church. It was his church. And he got me to pastor that church for as long as I, as, as I was a medical student. But now that I've become a doctor, finished housemanship, I'm now a big man. That church is no... I, I also must earn dollars. But the voice said, you cannot abandon, it said, you can't abandon those 30 members to go to America. But I think the real message was that you cannot abandon the help you are giving your pastor. So, all others went and I stayed to pastor the church my pastor had asked me pastor. It was a backward step. Very backward because the day, I didn't even know when I left the airport and I went home. I mean normally as I'm on the plane, I have plans for my wife. I mean when I travel like that and we meet, we don't even go to the bedroom. You know, we look right at the door, at the door. At, at the what? Minimum 
of two rounds at the door before we go inside for the rest of the night. But Bishop Patrick Bruce, that night, that night, when she opened the door, I couldn't even hug her. Hug her. My hands were weak. I didn't know how I was going to tell her that America is over. Not because I registered for the exams, wrote the exams, all the things. It was with her money. Remember, I was a student. She was working. So when she earns her salary, we change it to dollars to pay the registration. So her money is what we have used to do all that. Plus her mother's money. Because they all knew that at least a family member is going to America one day. And now you say what? You say what? You can't go because of what? Thirty members. Thirty members. You can get thirty members in America. Nonsense. I was weak. It was a backward step maritally. That could have easily been the first quarrel in my marriage. Easily been the first quarrel in my marriage. But by the grace of God, it never became a quarrel. I said, can you sit down? I said, why? What's wrong? You look the same. I said, well, I'm fine. <laughs> I just want to say something that the Lord is telling me that I should abandon this America issue. He said, um, which, which America? I think I should have said your mother's America. <laughs> which America? Which America are we all going to? He said, which, which, which one? I said, going to live there. Step three, going for the interview. He said, God says that what? You shouldn't go. We should stay here. Are you sure of what you are saying? I said, I'm sure. If you are sure, then let's be here. As soon as she said, let's be here, every erection that... family, it was a backward step. But I was covering my pastor's need 
for, for, for someone to take care of his 30 members in a branch. Ladies and gentlemen, perhaps, 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 that step I took was, has been or is the greatest step I've ever taken. I've been to a university. I've, I've, I have masters in different fields. I've spent 13 years in the university alone. Just tertiary education. Sorry, that's a 13. 15 years. 15 years studying in the university alone. I've taken a lot of forward steps. But that step I took that night, not to go forward, but to go backward, so that my pastor will have a pastor over his branch, perhaps, may be the reason why I'm standing here before, in front of you. And I pray that when your turn comes to take a backward step, when God tells you, take a step backwards, ask yourself, is this step in the interest of my father? If it is in his interest, take it. And you will see, a day will come, your brothers will bow at your feet. Those who mocked you will mob you. Shem and Japheth, they took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness. I'm preaching about church work, but there's a girl here. You must take a step backward to cover your mother's nakedness. Somebody here, your mother is calling you. Your mother. Yes. Somebody here, the money you must spend to buy a car, you may well spend that money to pay for your mother's surgery. Yes. That may be your greatest backward step forward. Backward step forward. They went backwards. If I will advise you, I will say, always ask yourself, this vision I have, is it consistent with my father's vision? Always think in terms of the father or the mother who caused your existence in the ministry. Nobody would have called you a pastor. Today, you are known as a man of God. May the steps you take not be steps that hurt your father, but may they be steps that cover the nakedness of your father. Steps that meet the need of your father. I don't have time. I would have taught you about honor. How to honor a father. But my time is up already. They covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were backward. Yes. That's a very, I've not seen this. I didn't even know this one. Yeah. It, 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 
it described shame facedness. People who have great respect for you lose respect for you because of your dogged commitment to your father's vision and their faces in this life your face should not go backward your face should be forward your face the school I attended the best school in the country the, 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 the motto is finish a can think ahead think ahead your face must be forward it is only dwarfs that their feet are pointing forward, but the head is Are you a dwarf? But you can take a step for your father. That causes your face to turn backward. Nobody in the family respects you. But I give them only 10 years. They will come and tell you that we were wrong. I said, I give them 10 years. 10 years from today. Anybody, if only you'll be careful to continue. Those who laughed at you will come back and laugh you. And their faces. And they saw not. I feel like saying again, be very, very when you are trying to give a reason why somebody is great. Because that reason you are giving may not be the reason. In fact, the person himself who is great may not even know why he is great. And they saw not their father's nakedness. So we come to verse 24. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what the younger son Ham had done unto him. And so he said, Cursed. They sit down. I want to pray. I don't know why he chose Canaan. Because Father, help me to preach. Canaan was not the only son of Ham. Ham, Ham must have had about four or five sons. Foot. Foot. Cush. At least I know of foot. Cush. Mizrim and Canaan. First Chronicles chapter 1 verse 8. Let's look at this. Oh, okay, it's there. The sons of Ham. Cush. That's it. Mizrim, Foot and Canaan. That's why I said this message is not about black Africans. I'm talking to pastors of churches. The next time we meet, 
will, we will discuss the African problem. Because Kush is the progenitor of the Ethiopians. Somali, Ethiopia, Eritrea, that, all that area, the Kushites. Please take me back. Mizrim is a Hebrew word. Is the is the double Egypt. Double Egypt. It's Egypt. Mizraim. Mizraim. In. Double. In is plural. When you see in at the end of a Hebrew word, it's a plural. Nephilim. Oh, I studied Greek and Hebrew for my master's degree. So, yes. Foot is those from the Libyan Peninsula. Interestingly, Mizraim, Foot, and Kush are all Africans. Now, Canaan is those in the Arabian Peninsula, Supra Africa. But before the Africa we know now, that side was already joined. There was a major cataclysm that led to the divisions we see around the map now. But originally, the Canaanites Already, I mean, if you got Canaan, it's in the Arabian Peninsula. In fact, the Phoenicians, the Phoenicians, yes, the Phoenicians. It's not in mainland Africa. It's not mainland Africa. Kush Ham Mizrim. So perhaps. He just chose Canaan, but he meant the children. Because if you go to the Middle East, there are some parts you, you, you won't believe that these people are white skinned, filth, and dead. So maybe he just mentioned Canaan to just be that all those people, anybody from your lunch. But it's neither here nor there. I'm telling you two things about this verse. Number one, and, and that is what brings me to the message about the curse of Noah. Now, two things I want to say to you about the curse of Noah. Is that the curse of Noah comes in comes in when there is a situation where fathers are not honored. It doesn't have to be Noah. It doesn't have to be Canaan. These are just individuals who happen to be related to this. The curse of Noah 
is a curse released. It's a, it's a specific curse. Please, I'm ending. It is a specific case that comes within the context of fathers who are not on a dead or alive. That's number one. I'm, I'm, I'm saying two things. When fathers are not on it, when a naked father's pictures are put on Facebook, when a son gets a microphone, and uses it to speak negatively about the father who gave him the title pastor in the first place. Then there is an activation of the curse of Noah. The curse of Noah does not have to come from Noah's mouth. The curse of Noah is activated whenever fathers are not on it. Whenever a father or a mother is not on it, you see this devastation. And this evening's short message is to talk about the devastation that comes in, a, in any environment. That's why I told you initially, I said, this message is not for Ghanaians or NPP or NDC. It's not African. I'm talking about the curse of Noah as it relates to the pastors and the churches they pastor. It's a scenario. Whenever fathers are not on it, whenever a father regrets giving birth to you, Regrets ever sending you to that mission field. Regrets ever laying hands on you. When Noah woke up, it pained him that he had made the ark and allowed his own son to enter the ark. It pained him. Should have left him to drown. This wicked boy, I put him in the ark. I am the reason why this boy is doing this to me. I should never have appointed this person a pastor. The greatest mistake I made was to consecrate this person as a bishop. And when that sentiment, it may even be spoken or unspoken, whenever that sentiment is aroused, the curse of Noah is triggered, is activated. Where was I? I've been preaching somewhere recently. Days ago, I'm, I'm not in a, in, a, in a normal state. I preached somewhere. Was it my church? Tema. Where in Tema? Aha, Tema. Somewhere in Tema. And I made an altar call. I thought they didn't hear me. You know, I've heard pastors talking about altar calls they made that they thought the people did not hear them, they didn't understand what they were saying. I made an altar call and said, if you are here and you have physically abused your parents, physically fought your mother or your father, that's a phys- not verbally, you have insulted your mother, you are a prostitute, you are a witch, you are a stupid woman. No! But if you have physically fought your mother, physically fought your father, 
come to the front. I spoke under inspiration. Sometimes, when you speak under inspiration, you are afraid. Because I knew there would be nobody there. But I was expecting one person. I was standing somewhere. When I turned, I saw a crowd. I said, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. I'm not talking about people who have insulted their mothers or had discussions behind their mothers or fathers. But I'm, t- I'm saying that if you are here and you have fought your father, you have actually fought him, your mother, you, you have fought, that is like you have fight. I, I tried gun, away, English, Hausa. I said, if you have not fought your mother, go back. They were standing there. So, I'm confident that if I make this altar call, some of you come and stand here. But I'm not, God hasn't asked me to pray for anybody here. When a father feels dishonored, Somebody because of whom you are existing as a pastor, as an engineer, as a, as, a, as a husband. That's why in this book, those who are dangerous sons, in the first chapter or so, there are ten types of fathers. And one of them is father-in-law. It's a father. Yes. Because had it not been for that man, you would have a wife to call a wife. So it is because of him there's a ring on your finger. Be very careful. Not to give him a feeling that he shouldn't feel. You will trigger the curse of Noah. So one of the most important people in my life is my mother-in-law. Hey, I don't joke with you. Not exchange words with her. I advise you be very careful when you see a man of God with a church of 5,000 members. Don't say his church is big because he preaches well, or his church is big because he's a medical doctor, or his church is big because he's, he's, he's nice. People just like him. You are a stupid man. Bishop, I feel I need to stop. There are quietness in the room. I don't think they understand the message. Oh, they are thinking. So you think they understand the message? They understand it. This evening, I will not stop you from continuing your master's degree. Finish your PhD. Go on, get your promotion. But none of the above is responsible for your greatness in life. 
the feeling you have given your father or your mother is the feeling that is determining the direction of your destiny. So you will see that there are people who haven't been to school, but their passports are full. You have a master's degree, and you are being bound at the Togo Embassy. Two things about this verse. He said, Who is he? He is not Noah. He is the man who had been dishonored by his son. That's not Noah. He can be reverend. Can be a pastor, he can be your bishop. He said, always ask yourself, who said? And it is not all saying that is spoken. Some sayings are musings of the heart. Musings of the heart. He said. The curse of Noah is activated when fathers are not on it. When there's a time for honor your prophet and you pretend to forget, you trigger it above your head. Oh, I wish I had the chance to teach about honor. But the conference has ended for me. By the way, tomorrow I'm preaching at 9 o'clock. Come here. Yeah. Take some leave from work and come here at 9 o'clock. I want to meet you here. I want to tell you something. Number two. Number two. The curse of Noah is a curse that creates a picture of fatherlessness and leaderlessness. Scanula Bakashkela Boshe. Mommy, you understand the the the, the two things in the best. Two things about the curse of Noah. Number one. What's number one? The, uh, sorry. The curse of Noah is what? It's triggered or activated when, whenever, whenever a son does, dishonors his father. When the father is not on it or more, 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 more pointedly when a father is dishonored. I, I think I prefer that one. When a father is dishonored, painfully, 
if the Lord allows me, that is what I'll teach tomorrow morning. I don't, I don't determine what I preach. And the second thing about the curse of Noah is the curse of Noah. Now, now that is the part that you must also think about. The curse of Noah is, is a curse that creates a picture. It's a picture. It's a, it's a, it's a very, very real picture. A picture of fatherlessness. Or leaderlessness. Because he said, a servant of servants shall he be. Unto his brethren. That is, when you see his brothers and you see Canaan, the picture is different from these brothers. He is a servant of servants. Not a servant of a servant. I'm about to explain it to you. A servant of servants connotes a picture of chaos. Confusion. Can you imagine servants arguing about what to do? And all of them don't have sense. So a cacophony of noises. Many of us sitting here as pastors are under a curse of Noah. So as I talk about it, you yourself will ask whether it exists in your church. Anyone here who has not honored his father, dishonored his father, has triggered that picture. It's an unmistakable picture that comes upon people who dishonor fathers, who fight mothers, who dishonor mothers. And leads leads to a picture of a church which is fatherless. It has a pastor, but it is a leaderless church because the leader himself has been emasculated by the dishonor he has placed on his father. So the church is there, 
has got a pastor, Pastor Kwame Owusu. But the picture of the church is a picture of devastation. How the curse of Noah is working out. So, it is possible that you will understand this better when you hear a message on honor. Yes, how a son honors a father. Because many of us, for a pastor selling books to come to your town to talk to other pastors, and because of you, he will not introduce himself as a son of Bishop Dagwood Mills because the ministry you are doing in that town is a disgrace. So he will rather introduce himself as pastor, whatever, and he, he, he sells Bishop Dag's books. But, but he will go to another town and instantly say that he, I, I, am, I, am, I am Bishop Dag's son. Actually, the pastor of that mega church there, we were all in the Bible school together. By that, he has brought honor to the, mini, the book-selling ministry of a father. But because you are in that town, because you are the head of that mission, when we come there, we, could, we shouldn't mention Lighthouse. When we see the signboard, we should pretend we have not seen Even the signboard itself dishonors the father. How the signboard has cheered. Faded. When we take a picture of your church, with five members on Sunday after two years, it brings dishonor. The father is ashamed to say that this is my church. This is my church. I'm preaching on. But there is another pastor. Say, oh, come, come, come. Oh, please. This is my pastor of the Kabenya uh, uh, branch. This is the pastor of the Bantama church. My pastor. He's a bishop, actually, at the Bantama Church. Uh, his, his, his name is uh, Bishop Bruce. Bishop Bruce, uh, this is one of my board members. There's some children, when visitors come, we hide them. Many of you, your churches are churches we don't put you on magazines. We don't put on websites. I said, we don't put, when we are putting pictures of branches, of branch Sunday, we don't add your picture because not only are you a disgrace, your church itself is a disgrace. And the curse of harm is triggered by someone who a father spends money on, trains him in a Bible school, sends him up, and for whatever reason, gets offended and abandons the church. You know, I need to do this. 